to another um, great week, a great episode of Trending Topics, and tonight we got uh, the whole gang is here, and first and foremost, I'd like to ask these young ladies, how you guys doing? How was your week? What's going on? Um, so far, so good. You know, I was okay. at, I had um, received a little upsetting news, and um, so I was out for the count. Out for the count. Tanya? Oh, I was sick with that uh, flu virus allergy COVID thing for the last five, six days. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Like all of that. Amazing. Amazing how it uh, it came back and, you know, it was missing. The flu was missing for two years while we was dealing with uh, COVID. COVID, But that's definitely another thing. Dr. Fauci said a week ago it's going to go crazy and peak high December and January. It is. That's why. So tonight, so tonight, when in trending topics, we get, we're gonna talk about one main thing, and then I'm noticing quite some other stuff, uh, a lot of stuff going on um, in the celebrity, the celebrity world, a lot of crazy stuff, and we we try to discuss it and give it some good context um, based off of some of the reports that we see. But um, we got we got some stuff to discuss in reference to. The dancer Twitch, um, according to TMZ and other reports, they found him in a hotel with a apparent suicide, suicide, um, gun inflicted wound. Um, Twitch was a very a person that was very influential, influential because he was, as they would say, would be the life of the party. He was the dancer DJ for Ellen DeGeneres. He was on that uh that show. That NBC show, we the, the dancing show. I think it was yeah. in Magic Mike as well, right, you guys? Yeah, I don't know Magic, about how he's in the contest. Magic, yeah. Magic Mike, and um, he was from what social media scene, and from what the um, the the industry scene was a likable guy, um, very entertaining. And actually, I have uh, some couple articles as well as his last TikTok video. Can't play that because of the music, but I could play the video. So, so what you guys think? Let's start off with that. Like, you know, um, I heard it this morning. I just happened to be at home from work. You know, what do you guys think about it? You want to go first, Tanya? Sure. Um, immediately for me, uh, I, it's more to it than they choose to tell us and if you're not ready to talk about it I feel like then don't say nothing because the bottom line is you in the public eye that is how you made your living and to say oh well Tanya got married yesterday what follows Tanya got married yesterday to who when why that's all I'm saying it, you you leaving people to guess 
and it's confusing and everybody is assuming and they minds, their imaginations are running wild. So some some of us think he shouldn't have been depressed. He was too happy. Others think that don't make no sense. Um, who cheated him or her? And it's almost like they purposely leaving the door. Not not can't even say open. It's not open because you don't you don't know which way to go or walk with it. So I'm a I, I'm gonna leave it there. Um, but I got my own opinions, being as though I done went to school a little bit and all. So I, I don't know. I, I, I can't say, I, I don't believe it's depression. Um, I don't see the signs of it, of quote unquote, what it looks like. But sometimes, um, cause I, I could, I, I could be, I have been depressed and I was out smiling and dancing and only someone real close with me would know. So I was at first when I saw the clip, I'm like, he don't look like nobody that's depressed. But then, you know, if you're good at what you do with hiding things, you know, but I don't know him like that. So if I knew his personality a little more, I could really um know it. But honestly, when um when I had saw that he left the house, the wife called the cops immediately, that didn't make sense to me that he left without his car. And you called immediately. Like if he thought left out, unless he threatened to kill himself beforehand, and he left with a firearm and said he's gonna do it, then I can understand you calling the cops and you said you're concerned. Because if you if I get an argument with my, with my man and he leave out, I'm not calling the police to say he left without his car. And then he made it to a hotel without his car, and then he passed away uh, from um, gunshot wounds that's supposed to be um, self afflicted. It's more to the story, definitely. Well, I'm gonna um, show the show the video that he did yesterday on TikTok, unfortunately, with his family before he passed, and, and I'm gonna read two of the articles. I actually got one got Ellen's statement and then her statement to wife Allison. I know a bunch of people uh was saying based off of, based off of that it doesn't it doesn't look like uh it does he was he was depressed it doesn't and uh i'm gonna put up the article it really doesn't you could you could smile and hide things but he like dancing and enjoying himself with the family and that for that to be the same night that's weird yeah yeah that's how did he get so uh, right. Steven, according to TMZ, checked in the motel one day before body found. No indication he was upset. As usual, this is according to TMZ. We're learning more about the details surrounding the sudden and tragic death of DJ Steven Twitch boss, including what those who interacted with him in the hours leading up to his suicide say they observed. Sources with direct knowledge tell Steven checked into a motel less than one mile from his LA home Monday morning. We spoke with motel staffers who say he didn't appear 
to be in any sort of distress and one it wasn't visibly upset about anything we're told the 40 year old only had a small bag with him and had booked the room for one night only it was on tuesday when twitch missed his checkout and employees went to his room where they found him deceased in the bedroom from a self-inflicted gunshot wound the staffers we spoke with said no one heard gunfire at any point during twitch day which is possible given the motel's layout it has separate units and the structure is in a u-shape mm, that's weird too that's weird tanya um they could have walked usually. to the hotel since it was uh, yeah. um Usually when we discuss these type of things and we, we, we base it off of a lot of uh, a lot of the reports that we see. Tanya, can you explain to us, because I know this is in your wheelhouse, you have to know the signs and be able to detect or as they say, look, when you, you could tell when somebody looks suicide. I don't understand that, that type of language. Could you explain from your uh, well, information and knowledge the, that means. the bottom line is I, I, our mind it forms a chemical imbalance when we are depressed and people don't recognize it who don't understand it as an illness and what I just said was a chemical imbalance so when it comes to a chemical imbalance like my like faith said well you look happy on the outside and you smile in front of everybody but on the inside your insides is screaming and that's that's true for instance what's his name robin i don't forgot the man name the comedian i robin williams before i went to school i never knew that he was depressed the way he was so to some degree if you don't have any training and if you don't know the person themselves personally you won't necessarily know if anything is going on with them emotionally and mentally you you literally have to be a part of their life in order to even have an inkling of that yeah that's what i but the thing is too what everybody said he acted normal like most people that do commit suicide they do scream for help that, you know, not to the world, you know, but to their close family and friends, they scream for help. They let it out. They said it to somebody that is too much for them. But, now, um, what you say in that, understand this. A person that wants to kill themselves is 99.9 successful if it happens. A person that doesn't want to kill themselves will do a lot of screaming out. You understand what I'm saying? The average person that has successfully done so, they made sure it happened. Yeah, that's it's true. It's not almost in Mr. Air or whatever the case may be. I know people that, um, you know, who, who family members or children who killed themselves, and they didn't think it was that deep, but they stressed about being bullied. They stressed about, you know, what's going on and and they and they took it lightly like you know they just upset and and then they killed themselves mm-hmm. you know, i talk about the one that the ones that scream like on facebook oh i'm about to kill myself they want no, no no i understood what you meant i didn't 
that was just that's good because if you think it you still sick like you know it still can happen just even thinking it and you may be a little bit stronger than the ones that really go through with it you know but that's what i'm saying like it did take a strong person to do that sugar a a very strong person so i'm not you know it's f everybody before i say f me you know like let me let me ask you guys something because i I know that i know that in the last two four or five years and then definitely the last two years coming out of the pandemic we've he- we've seen a heightened a height a height a heightened awareness to mental health you hear a lot more people openly talking about it you have a lot more people talking about getting help you you actually hear a lot of it in people's art in people's work in people's music um of, of how getting help getting the necessary treatment is not a bad thing nobody shouldn't be a stigma on it not that we're trying to assess him or or nothing like that because we don't know him because we don't even know if he was so it's it's definitely um hard from the outside looking in to understand and trying to figure out why do do you do you guys think like me it's funny when i say this is I hear a lot of depressing stuff throughout the day or sometimes throughout the week. And um, I'll be honest with you guys, I don't be wanting to hear that shit. Yeah. And not, not, that, not that I don't- You may wanna... need to lay on the couch too after yeah, hearing not, all that. No, no, honestly, not that I don't want to show up for somebody. You, you call me, you got something going on. I'm going to be your ear and listen to you. But from, from my perspective, it just seems like sometimes when I see people going through something, it's no problem. I'll tell them, you, you might need to go get help. But it seems like lately, you hear a lot of people like are like, as they say, dealing with trauma. It's not even a catch word no more. Before, I used to think it was a catch word where people just want, everybody wants to be sick. Everybody wants to say they got mental health issues. Everybody, as they say, for lack of better words, everybody wants to say they bipolar. It's getting real out here, and see, I'm the opposite because I'm I'm a type of person. I'm a healer, like um, like I I don't know. It's like kind of like a gift. I could tell when somebody's broken. It it could be a stranger, and I'll be led to talk to them and encourage them, and I could take on all that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I, I feel like I'm built for it, but um, and, but when it's me, you know what I'm saying? That's when it become an issue. When when it's shoe on the other foot, if I'm down. And I feel as though um, I don't have that outlet, just God. And it, and he works, you know, but it become a little bit um, sad when you need someone and they're not there and you, you turn to God, he work it out. But yeah, so I understand you be overwhelmed, but with, I'm the opposite. Like, I, and when you do get overwhelmed, even in that profession, you, after hearing it over and over even therapists psychologists counselors they all are required to get you know seek help because you can separate empathy from sympathy but the problem is we can't you got to know this is it draw the line you just have to know like you just if i have to keep repeating myself then i gotta give it to you Roy. you know we aries and now you're gonna get it and it may sting a little bit but it's the guy's honest truth and look, cause I ain't gonna keep repeating myself to you. Look, this is that, like I chew you up and tell you I love you, God. 
Hey, hey Tyler, let me ask you. You know, you know how we be. Uh, you know, me and Faith. You know uh, how we always think it's something more than what it really is. Why is it that sometimes we just don't want to accept that the reality is that this man killed himself? It's no conspiracy. It's no nothing. Why is it hard for like the common person? To accept it is what it is. I'm gonna tell you before I because I don't know him like that. Like I haven't, you know, followed his page to see his personality. But I'm gonna be real with you. When I heard what I heard, I you know, I probably think I'm a private investigator. Something went on in that house. I don't know if she asked for a divorce. He found out she was cheating. Somebody got a disease or something. Something triggered him to leave and stay the night out at a hotel, not at home, and hurt himself. So, something happened. When behavior, when something traumatic happens and it appears to be out of the blue, that brings about the questioning and, like I said, the running wild of the imagination. So, for us, this is out of the blue because a week ago, a year ago, we, we had not heard anything strange, any bad behaviors in his his home or environment or with his person. We, we've only known of the small few good things that we know of him. So, that's why it happens. When something happens all of a sudden, no, um, that makes no sense to me. I saw no evidence prior to this. I saw no proof of this prior. So, and and that's us searching for the correct answer and waiting for the truth to come out. So th- that's why it happened. We automatically, it, it's, it's in us to, to already go there to say, oh my God, so-and-so and so. It's, it's just in us when we don't get the answer right away. We don't think positive from the beginning, which there's nothing positive about him being dead and him killing himself. But we don't, we we just automatically make it make sense for us so that we can be with peace, at peace. That's what we do. Yeah, we we start thinking all, t- like even, like even, Faith, like even you said, something had to be, somebody had to be a step down. It's, it's a weird thing because, you know, usually when, when stuff like this happens, law enforcement literally has to do those same type of questions and it makes it makes people feel uncomfortable but they have to ask like what was going on with your marriage and they'll start checking finances and stuff like that and he's not doing the ellen show did he do it so his family could be good like you know it's all types of things you know what i'm saying that 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 could trigger it like the take it does not want to live no more at 40 and not to wake up, he got a young child, he got a beautiful wife. It's something deep. It's something deep. I'm gonna read Ellen's statement. Hold up. We gonna find out soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was self-afflicted or staged. Ellen. Uh, I know. Ellen's death is Stephen put loved him with all my heart. Hold up, Faith. In the heart in heartfelt message posted to her social media accounts Wednesday, the comedian and TV host said she spoke about it, which is my family. 
I love to. I will listen. Please send your love support to Allison, his beautiful ch- children, Wesley, Max, and Zaya. It's so sad. It's so sad. And then they stopped the Ellen show. And I know I for one interview somebody had with him, and it was his last interview that he did, and he was saying that um, he enjoys being home with the family more now. You know that he get the time to spend time with his family, so it don't add up. It's right after Thanksgiving. It's about to be Christmas. About to be the new year. It's deep. You know, but but, but, but one thing, and I'm and I'm glad you brought up the. Uh, holiday season for those that do celebrate holidays this is always a rough time for some people um Mm -hmm. because it's the time of traditionally a lot of people be with family and loved ones and then you see that a lot of family loved ones moved on and cleaning up and um like i get triggers you know that's what i'm saying but i ain't gonna kill myself i'm hurting i'm going through but it ain't like that you feel me but i get triggers i'll be good and then um um, what happened? My 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 brother, baby mom called and said that um, she needed a death certificate. So I called the morgue, like you know, was taking so long to death certificate. Oh, she's like, I mean, I called the uh, funeral parlor, asked for taking so long, and they said that um, the morgue is refusing to give it up. And I'm like, what? So I had to call the lawyer, and then I had to go dig for the morgue. So just seeing all that, I was in here crying like it just happened, screaming from the top of my lungs, like. And then I'm, it's like I'm looking at myself just break down like what the heck and then I sucked it up and put my gospel music on to finish cleaning the cooking like it, you know when you're going through especially the holiday times it's crazy but for sure this is the day my son was for sure I went through it yesterday in the day for sure just well, why, well, why, why neither one of y'all ain't throw me a kite and be like, nah, let's chill for a day. Oh. We ain't got to do a show. I mean, I, I, I get it. I understand. No, I'm in the bed. I don't need to be um, not doing what I love doing. You know, I enjoy this. You know what I'm saying? And I was upset because I was still going. When I, even with the bad news I got last week, I had intentions on doing it. I woke up late and I was like, you know I would never just no Well, yeah, yeah, with a tidbit to that um, Interesting you know, I- t- <laughs> DJ Holmes got fired actually You guys, that's a little update on that show last week Tanya, TJ Holmes got fired And nobody else got fired Okay, now I got a problem with this Wait, was it two people that had to fear? We gonna, we gonna address it We gonna address it, wow. we gonna address it oh. We gonna put a, we gonna put a puppy on Um uh, cap on the uh, both of them Stephen get Ball. to enjoy it, and only one of them get to enjoy it. No, I'll put a cap on Stephen, uh, Stephen Boss, and um, you know, prayers out to his family, prayers out to his wife, his, his kids, and those who love him and those who know him. Yes, um, going forward, that- maybe, maybe, maybe uh-huh. we'll hear something more about the case and maybe get an understanding of what he may have been going through. Okay. It's just unfortunate, you know. And, we- um, what really happened with him? We be concerned. We not just up here just want to talk about nobody tragedy. You know, um, we care. We definitely care. We concerned. Yeah, That's definitely. I, hey, I, bef- I, before we before we get into uh, the recap of last week, right? My man, brother, love, P Diddy, Diddy, oh. aka Sean. <laughs> I ain't mad at. Him. Um, he 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 he, I, he dropped. He dropped a bomb on social media the other day. Faith just got a call, so y'all excuses. 
he dropped the bomb on social media a couple days ago, Tanya. Uh, P. Diddy, I think, is 53. And uh, he dropped the bomb. Everybody was shocked. He said he welcomed a baby girl into the world. So everybody was surprised because they had attached uh, Brother Love to Young Miami. And they knew she wasn't pregnant. Um, so it came out that uh, Brother Love... <laughs> And I call him Brother Love because that's what he wants to be called, and and that's what we're gonna call him. Brother Love has a a, a new baby that's on the way, right. and right, Brother Love from Martin. Yeah, so it's, it's sending shockwaves through social media. Everybody want to know because Young Miami, um, if you follow her, she do a lot of talking, a lot of a lot of shit talking. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on Brother Love? Her, she arguing with um one girl that's um she calls her sushi. Cause I guess cause she's Chinese or Korean, I don't know, but she was just disrespectful. The girl was just saying like, you know, um, you're basically you're not it. He had a baby on you, and I guess he's to mess with her too. And um, basically, she was like, you know, I got my career and whatever, so you know, she ain't think about no baby. Her little feelings gotta be hurt, but she's secure where she at. I don't. I'm, everybody mad at uh, Puffy. I'm not mad at Puffy. He's fifty something years old. He gotta get all that out because pretty soon he can't do none of that. Let that man live. If he could have a baby, I'd <laughs> old girl like a faith, damn. Faith, faith, faith. What? It only gets stronger when you get older, young lady. Don't and believe the hype. And that's the truth. No, when they get older, <laughs> when, when you get older, you know how to hold it. You know how to more control. I know for the men, I know it's like that for the women, but. <laughs> I know men and they, and they conked out, you know. But what I'm saying they is, they better get, they better watch what they eat. <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm not mad at that brother. You know what I'm saying? He been, he he worked hard. He's successful, and um, if he could get it off, let him get it off. If a 28 year old <coughs> body, 28 year old want to lay down and have his baby, a 50 some year old man baby. Just so he, she could, you know, have a piece of the pie. Who was we? And you got Miami, young Miami. She's beautiful. She can have any man she want. She want to deal with him and his his mess. Who are we? Let them live. So he I got himself. He, he, he done found. And, and, and let's let's be clear. I hope Bobby, I hope Bobby let, fits to him back in the twenty eight years. Let, let's be clear. She she's not his girlfriend. She she's just the mother of his newborn. Cause brother, brother love, brother love don't claim nothing that don't want to be claimed. He yeah. must be wanting to commit, co um, compete with Nick Cannon. Then he might be a little jealous. He might be six or seven, brother love guy. I seen this thing, and I, I don't know if you posted Quentin, but um, it was this, it was this man, and he asked the, I, I, they, they, it was over there. Um, I, thought, I know he was Muslim, and he asked how many wives he had, and he's got eighty-two wives or eighty-four wives. He said, "How many wives you have?" And the white man said, "One." The man laughed so hard he couldn't even stop laughing. Like one, like you know, and he got eighty-four kids, and no, he got eighty-four kids and seventeen wives. That's what he got. Eighty-four Ooh. kids, seventeen wives, and the white man said he only got one uh, wife. And a and a um, the guy thought it was just so hilarious that he had a wife or whatever. So, and I laughed too because compared to it's like to have a lot of children is a blessing, you know, especially in those countries. I have a big family. They have a lot of wives. That's your wealth. You're, the bigger your family is, that's the richer you are. So 
That's what Nick Cannon. No, nah, just give me what it takes to be wealthy. I don't want all of that wealth. Not it's in this not day and age. Not in this time. It is too dangerous and unhealthy and unsafe. I do, I'll do everything it takes to get to look that wealthy. I'll do whatever. No, but see, but for a man to have many children and to have many wives is like a is like a plus. It's he like, needs his ass kicked. Nick Cannon needs his ass kicked. So, so let me ask you, you think you don't think you don't think Young Miami is upset about that he don't put a baby in somebody else? Oh, Nick. Young Miami, you don't think Young Miami is upset? Oh yeah, her feelings hurt. Her feelings hurt because she thought she was special. She is a little special to him. He said it's my special friend. He announced her, but you're not it, and that's what fucked, That's what messed the head up. I mean, I mean. I mean well, for lack of better words, and I'm not a woman. I'm, I'm you know, no, oh, we have I'm two, we have two women here. But what, what would, what some women may not want a child and be like, you know what? I don't want a baby by you. So, but especially the way you treat me every day. Then you got the young lady who had the baby for him, and she may feel like, you know what? She's gonna always be attached to him for the rest of his life. So she may feel like having a baby for brother love. She's special. She saw she first of all, she don't have to worry about nothing. About nothing. She's gonna live an extravagant life. She had her own money. She had a good career herself. So it wasn't like she was some broke groupie. And you should probably like her. Brother Love, Brother Love is worth about three billion dollars too. I have Puffy Baby right now. My own oh, my goodness. I throw it on. <laughs> His, his name, his name is Brother Love, and that's what you're gonna call him, Brother Love. In front of my family, <laughs> I'm puppy. So last week, so last week we did a show on the fallout between Amy Robach and T.J. Holmes having a adult consensual relationship. Both of them have are married, but they both separated. And then we, oh, me and Tanya. Me and Tanya discussed it, and then it was coming out that he was dealing with more than one person at the uh, job, ABC. And we were, me and Tanya was of the sentiment that ABC, they shouldn't have suspended them. But uh, the latest is that everybody else got their job, but TJ Holmes is fired. Why? The boss's wife? Other than that, I don't see why he should be fired. That's messed up. That, 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 that let me tell you something. They got that B word again, and that's that's all. He can't hunt by himself. That's very unfair. He can't hunt by himself. Now you mad at him because he just slinging it from the east oh, to the west. Slinging it too. Let me tell you, it's if hard. They, for me. It, it, and if they catching it, that's on them. They grown. Let me tell you, if a man ain't taking it, the woman gave it. A man can't touch us without our permission, our consent, our want. It's us. We make the decision. We not mean like, oh, I got the draws. No, we gave you the draws. You didn't talk us into our draws. We knew we was gonna help you when we left out. That's why we had a little lace pin. That's right. And so how could you sit here and blame this man? Cause everybody decided to give him some ass. That's wrong. That's wrong. You know, you know, it's it's interesting. I find it, I find it you guys have a different perspective of it than I do because I'm a man and I have to move a certain way. Um, in the workplace and I have to move a certain way in the world even though you guys are sisters, mothers wives as a man a man can't do that even if it's consensual 
One of our viewers last week said that. To me, he said that a man got to move a certain way. Yo, you can't do that. Um, It may sound like, yeah, you, you know, you single or you eligible and whatever you like, whatever you like. Some people don't want no attachments, but at the end of the day, in the workplace, you can't be slinging, as we would say, mandingo around and it don't be no repercussions. And I would take it all the way back to what Paul Mooney said. I believe he just got his nigga wake up call. To be honest with you, because you can't do it in this society. You can't do what other people can do. The president of the United States did it. Was was, come on, listen. You know what I've learned? He was getting head in the Oval Office, Faith. You lucky if you find a man that's really want to be with one woman. You, it's a blessing to find someone. It's not that he want to be with one woman, but he choose because of course he have desires. But to be able to keep those um, urges under control. For the woman he loved is a blessing because sound like you want you sound like you want to do a show on polygamy. I do because honestly, I would never roll with it. You know, I want that I want that diamond in the rough that will push all those desires aside for for me. But in reality, at the age I am now and experience that experience, men desire more than one woman. They they could be in love with somebody and they see something they like that attracts them. And they will risk it all. And they don't care about that woman. Let me tell you something. They care about if, that if, let me tell you something. If, if there was no such thing as disease out here, any man that I wanted, that I, I'm attracted to sexually, oh, I would get it. But <laughs> you just can't go out here <laughs> humping. This might be trending topics after dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... So, Faith, we had talked about last week, um, Tanya and myself, we talked about how we both didn't feel it was fair that they did that. And we kind of knew that this was going to happen after their internal investigation. Yeah. We knew this was going to happen. That's horrible. It's good. Everybody had it at the job. It's good. And the bottom line is, well, I wasn't there helping him get none, so I can't help him get his job back. I, I'm nobody. I can't help him. You no, mean? no, that's not fair, though. No, it's not fair. No, that's it's not. Of, a, of the opposite skin color, and that's the problem. That's what the issue is, because everybody should have got fired. Because if he did not force himself on no one, and it was consensual with everyone. And she was dark-skinned in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wouldn't even be a topic. It was is that it was a complexion, and he was going to put that big thing around my office. He got to go, and that's what happened. I don't care how much Yo, this world changes. He had no I, business I, dipping I, over there in the other sauce. He should have stayed where he belonged. The world know that I slept with somebody um, that slept with everybody in the building. Like I would be, I wouldn't want to work there no more. As a I woman. wouldn't give a damn. What you talking about? <laughs> that ain't, uh uh uh. You got and me talking. No. I want to know who was the snitch. Um, Showtime. Who, who called the uh, snitch? Who Somebody who that? wasn't getting none that was jealous. So, that more, so, so, now, so now we lose, we lose another good reporter. And he was. Anchor, another who, who really, um, you follow his career from CNN. The Good Morning America, he really comes across well, well spoken. Um, wasn't ever messy that we know prior to this. And you know, the beat goes on at Good Morning America. They actually have a black guy that actually favors him but has taken his place. 
he shouldn't lost his job for messing with the staff. And our president at the time was married. And this man is separated. And what they said, What president said, you talking about? Oh, you Clinton. know, I, only one you know is, is Clinton. Clinton, you know? He said that, what'd he say? It was, um, what'd he call it? Consensual. Consensual, it went, but they said it wasn't relation. He said he didn't have sexual relation. He had, you know, <laughs> that other guy who's the top. And well, I didn't want to either, and I'm glad he didn't. And this man shouldn't either. Yeah, but he still, eventually he was impeached for everything under the sun. So. Taking it, or if he's not their boss, you know, and making them feel like they got to do it to keep their job and all that, I don't think he should have got fired. Period. Now, if he's over them, like they supervisor or somebody, then he's wrong. Because it, it can be like it was intimidation or, you know, she felt like she was pressured. The, 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 the funny, the, the thing that, the that, thing that, um, <laughs> and it's a young lady that was in the comments of our show last week, and she, she was trying to think that we didn't. Me and Tanya didn't know what we was talking about, and I had to <laughs> explain to her, and I, and I, and I meant it with all due respect, because we always want people to comment and share how they view things, but regardless of how we live and what we would do in the workplace. This type of stuff happens in the workplace. Yeah, this is common. This is workplace. As they say, this is standard operating I'm, procedure. I this never, is nothing I, normal. You'd be like, oh, within the first day or the first couple of days in a warehouse or any workplace, you'd be like, oh, who that? You, you, there's law of attraction. You do have a job, boyfriend and girlfriend. Everybody do. Y'all may not mess around. But you got that one that come bring your lunch and your coffee and come check on you every day and y'all bust it up. You do. Everybody do. I have one. Everybody do. <laughs> Everybody do. That time I had two. Yeah. <laughs> so does. with that uh great show, you guys. You guys wanna say you got any final thoughts this week? Faith, what's going on? What he said, she said, I know you got some you guys got somebody coming through tomorrow. Um, we having a guest this Friday. Um, she's a rapper, um, an upcoming artist um, from um, from Jersey, and her name is uh, Ray L. L. So y'all can tune in. And, Where can um, we find it? On YouTube. We go Facebook Live seven o'clock Friday, and um, watch the, if you want to watch the past episodes. Y'all go to YouTube. He said, she said, and catch up on past episodes. But it's gonna be fire this week. Make sure y'all tune in. Um, we're gonna have two topics we discuss in week. Y'all hear it when when, it, when it's live, but um, we're gonna support this young lady, and we're gonna you know bust it up. What you smiling for, Q? Just Q? smiling. Just smiling. Q, oh. but on a on a um on a um let's talk page. You be. You know. We'll discuss. We'll discuss that off camera. With that. <laughs> you be. All right. With that. With with that, everybody have a great week. Stay stay on, and uh, we'll see you guys next Thursday. We'll probably do a show live. I mean, we've just been doing certain shows different, um, and we'll see you guys next Wednesday, nine p.m. Thank you. Have a blessed night. Hi guys.